Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we're doing the crossword for Friday, September 1st, 2023. So, on this day that is almost Labor Day, I hope it is, almost Labor Day, uh, did you do the crossword? Yep. And did you labor while you were doing it? I didn't labor as much as I thought I was going to have to. Ah, okay. So things are improving. Yes. You know, this has been a week for me because mm-hmm. I've just really struggled all week. Right. But Fridays was not so bad. Mm-hmm. I did it while lying in bed on my phone in the dark. Wow. And I still got it done in a half an hour. And with no battery either. Oh, no. I guess <laughs> that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what would you think? I thought it was fine. I, I, I had trouble getting started, but after a while, I was sort of, I, I, you know, I want to start as usual in the top left corner, but I couldn't, Don't we all? but I couldn't make any, <laughs> I couldn't really get anything going there. Like, oh. I mean, you know, when I'm faced with one across Food Network host, Blank Brown, it's okay. like, you knew that? I did. Okay. Well, there's five minutes right there. Um, <laughs> And six across, the next one over, channel owned by Paramount for short. So I'm like, okay, let's see. The only thing I'm watching right now is Max, so I thought it was Max. And then I thought it was HBO because that sounded like a good channel. Um, three letters really doesn't restrict you that much. It turned out to be show. Yes. What is that, Showtime? Showtime. Okay. I believe that. Mm-hmm. And nine across, the next one over to that, Sharp. I immediately went for Acute, which was, Me too. Which was completely wrong. It yes, was crisp. it didn't work at all. It was crisp. And there was a hint starting there that this is not going to be your typical... I mean, I really, really did like this crossword. Uh I thought that some of the clues in here were fantastic. Oh, yes. Yes, I would wholeheartedly agree. Guess how many debut words there were in here? Well, I will guess five. Ten. Ten? There were ten debut words. Wow. Yep. Um, And... Just I, I just thought the clues just kept getting better and better. I'll tell you one thing that I really loved. Four down, um, indie band whose name is a two-word command, OK Go. Right. Have you ever heard of OK Go? No. See, I never had either. And I started listening to it, and I felt like, you know, the first person to hear Handel's Messiah must have felt. I almost burst into tears. Oh That's my. how beautiful it was. I mean, wow. it was like loud rock. But uh-huh. it was just like, why did no one tell me that this band existed? Oh, I'm going to have to check yeah. it out. Yeah. So um, that's one of the things I like about the New York Times, when they'll take some, some really great aspect of culture and say, hey, you should pay attention to this. So uh, wow. listeners, check out OK Go. OK Go. Spelt O-K-G-O. Two words. Um, six down. Also, just they just kept building on this. Speaking of building, building installations that work with beams. Solar panels. Yeah, that was a great clue. Yeah. I like that one. That was great. I was just like, I wanted to, you know, doff my hat at that point. <laughs> 14 across, that was, uh, let's see, what was 14 across? Got excited over the newest video game release, say. And I went for, I had the word out. I was able to work that out. So I thought it was nerded out. Right. But it was geeked out. Geeked out, did yes. You, did you go for geeked? Uh, I did because I did also know one down, uh, long time or Longhorns, long time rival, and I knew that was the Aggies. Yeah, I in Texas. So. 
Yeah. I had no idea what they were talking. I mean, yeah. Longhorn's a type of steer. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. It's also the name of a football team down in Texas. Ah, I see. <laughs> Do they get to play with like extra Longhorns? Um, no, but I believe their mascot has. Oh, okay. Very long I just think that would be it'd be like, hey, we get to wear corns on our helmets <laughs> because we're the Longhorns, and the Aggies just had ears of corn or something. I don't know. Um, right beneath Geeked Out, seventeen across stone faced sorts was gargoyles. Right. That was good. Yes. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um eighteen across Adams, who was awarded a Presidential Medal of Freedom in nineteen eighty. So I saw Adams, I saw the word presidential, and I immediately started thinking about was it John Adams? John Adams and John Quincy Adams were right. both presidents. Mm-hmm. Father and son. Um, but in this case, it was five letters long. And then I got around to Presidential Medal of Freedom in 1980, and it's like, why would they be giving Adams a, you know, a, a Presidential Medal of Freedom like probably 200 years after he served? Well, you had five squares there, and John only has four. So. Not the way I spell it. <laughs> J-O-H-H-N. And, and so it turned out to be, this turned out to be Ansel. Yes, you know, Ansel I'm, Adams. Spelling is for... You know, it's just a minor inconvenience right. on my way to solving a crossword. <laughs> Except for the fact that the puzzle won't let me, won't play the music for me. <laughs> I I sort of struggled with 24 across. Most popular baby boy's name of the 2000s. Yes. And it turned out to be Jacob. Yep. And I was just racking my brain thinking, you know, that... That was kind of our children's growing up era and thinking, okay, what were the names of the boys in their classes? And I had the A and the O, and I thought, well, maybe it's Jason. But I thought, I can't think of any Jasons that they were friends with. But they did have friends who were Jake, and I'm I'm sure that was short for Jacob. Oh, yes. Uh In in all of their classes, they they had classmates that were were named well, Jake. There so, you go. So, I, but you know, I they spelled it J A K E. I didn't even think that the real name was probably Jacob. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, Jacob was the one. Well, and that O of Jacob ran into another debut. Of course, we said there were ten of them, so it's not surprising. Um, malicious programs that block file access, ransomware. Right. So remember, listeners, if you get a an email from someone or or a, a text from someone and you don't recognize it, don't click on that link. This has been a public safety announcement. <laughs> um, even if even if it's somebody you do know, but it seems kind of odd. Yeah, just delete it. Just delete it's it. It's probably no one you know. It's probably some Nigerian potentate. <laughs> um, Eleven down. Wow, would you look at that? The uh, at first I had based on the number of letters I, I had. It's a beast, and <laughs> and I'm not sure how I got it's to. A- well, I had enough letters, and then I was just like, okay, I've, I've got B-E-A, and I started running through the alphabet, and I got to S before I got to the correct letter, which was U for yes. it's a beaut. Right. Um, so I had it's a beast for a while. <laughs> what does it's a beast mean? Well, something very large. Oh. <laughs> you know, some, something sort of cumbersome. It's uh-huh. a beast. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, you know, sort of like, um, oh, I don't know, ArcGIS Pro. Uh, it's a beast of a piece of software. I see. Um, that was definitely too geeky for anyone, including myself. Um, but that ran into 35 across the late Mrs. Flanders on The Simpsons. So I had MASD, M-A-S-D-E. Right. As opposed to the correct answer, which was MOD. And makes much more sense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see, what else was good here? Oh, 12 Down, Silverstein, who wrote the words and music for Johnny Cash's A Boy Named Sue, Shell. Yes. Shell Silverstein? Yeah, I didn't know that. I was amazed. Yes. You know, because I thought, that's the only Silverstein I know, and it's just like, huh, it's right. Right, so, yes. Yeah, I was I was very surprised. So. Yeah, I, I, I thought, but, so Johnny know, Cash didn't write his own music? Oh, I think he wrote some of his own music, but but he must. I thought he wrote a boy named Sue, but no, I guess not. No, maybe he wrote it with Shell, but but uh, I don't know. That's that a, was such a big hit for him. That's a pretty unambiguous. It didn't say he co-wrote. No. It just said he wrote. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was fascinated by that. Mm-hmm. Does it say he wrote the words or the words and music and music? Huh. Yeah. Interesting. In fact, he actually performed it disguised as Johnny Cash. They don't mention that part, but (laughs) that would have been the next part, I guess. He must have, I mean, I just think of him as a a kid's... Poet. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Um, 34 across daybreak, question mark, was nap. Yeah, that that was was good. Uh And what I thought was the best clue among a bevy of great clues, 49 across... Light up, question mark, star. Yes. It's like, wow. <laughs> um, and they had a few others that were all, I mean, just everywhere you look in this grid, it's great. I right, just, uh, right. Um, I like the phrase, 51 across, buoy, and the answer was, darn it all. Yes. I don't ever say that, but I think I might have to start, because it's, it's sort of like, what the deuce for you? It just appeals to me. Darn it all. <laughs> I like I like fooey because no one ever says fooey. <laughs> you know, true. you see it in comics. <laughs> oh yes. Right? I mean that sounds like something that Popeye would say. Right. Oh fooey. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh I mean darn, I, I'll say darn. Darn it all. But I don't have time for darn it all. Oh. <laughs> just just for darn. Um right beneath that, rhyming ascent. Okie dokie. I do say that. Okie dokie. I know it makes me sound pretty Stupid. No, it sounds. I do say okie dokie. <laughs> I, I I think that's I think that's fine. Um, <laughs> it is another debut. Oh, re- oh no, no, it's been in the puzzle before. Um, okie dokie. Is that right? Well, no, no, it says it hasn't. It, but- it's they claim, and this they being xwordinfo.com listeners, um, that okie dokie has first appeared today. Maybe they've had like Oki Blank or Blank Doki. Or that something. could be, sure. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I'm sure I've seen it in the puzzle. Well, I bet you've seen, I mean, Oki has shown up 237 times. Yes. And uh, Doki has shown up never. No. And, so maybe go back to Oki there. Is there any that have like Blank Doki or? Um, no, they all seem to be referring to the Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> And Merle Haggard's blank from Muskogee. Yep. Okey I'm proud fr- to be an Okey from Muskogee. But I but am. No, but no Okey Dokey. I'm just sure. It, spell it like O K E Y. See if it's. O K E Y? That showed up 16 times, and there it's Okey Dokey. Yeah. So, I think try Okey Dokey spelled that way. O-K-E-Y-D-O-K-E-Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's shown up 11 times. Yeah. See, I'm sure oh, I've seen it okay. before. It's just spelled it differently. This is a variant spelling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. Um, 
Let's see. 55 across, inventor of the first commercially successful steel plow was Deere. John Deere, yes. I you knew know, that. I think when I looked at that, I first misread it and thought it was snow plow. Oh. I guess I got tired after the <laughs> S and just went to the next line. No. Um, but steel plow, I guess that make, that certainly makes sense. Right, yes. So, yeah. Um, very, very good crossword by Robert Logan. Nice job, Robert. Yes. Uh, this was his third um, New York Times crossword. And... Since um, August 26th of 2022, when his first, he's he's had two in on Friday and one in on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And well, I found this one very enjoyable. Yes, yep. And um, definitely a contender for the Jam Cottage, you know, my crush word of the week award. Yep. So, all right. Well, uh, that is it, except for the fact that it is Friday and therefore time for Fun Fact Friday. And the other day we had a clue. That refer the answer to which was uh, let's see we should really dig it up it was spa I think it was just yesterday yes and and the answer was spa um, let me see if I can find it here good luck if <laughs> if only we, maybe you should just look in X word and find it if only we could figure out how to pause this recording. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> But it was about Bailey and therapy, something like that, right? Yeah, I'll um, let's see. We can we can find this in fairly short order here. Bal, no, but she's put in spa. That okay. was the answer, right? That's mm-hmm. true. Um, spa, by the way, has shown up nine hundred and eighty times. <laughs> yeah, I can believe it. Wow, um, there it is. It was on Thursday. Yeah, it was on Thursday. Uh, well, actually, it showed up on Friday as the eponymous Belgian town, and on Thursday it was the balneotherapy locale. Oh. So the the word balneotherapy was part of the clue, and I had never heard of that word, and so uh, this is a little bit a fun fact from Wikipedia. Balneotherapy, Latin from balneum, meaning bath, is a method of treating diseases by bathing, a traditional medicine technique usually practiced at spas. Since ancient times, humans have used hot springs, public baths, and thermal medicine for therapeutic effects. While it is considered distinct from hydrotherapy, there are some overlaps in practice and in underlying principles. I like that. Overlaps? Underlying principles. (laughs) Balneotherapy may involve hot or cold water, massage through moving water, relaxation, or stimulation. Many mineral waters at spas are rich in particular minerals such as silica, silica, sulfur, selenium, and radium. Radium sounds a little dodgy. <laughs> yes. Um, you have a glowing look, my dear. That's why. Uh, medicinal clays are also widely used, a practice known as fangotherapy. Wow. I wonder if there's such a thing as tango therapy. Anyway, <laughs> that's probably just ballroom dancing. Um, balneotherapy is the practice of immersing a subject in mineral water or mineral-laden mud. It is part of the traditional medicine of many cultures and originated in hot springs, cold water springs, or other sources of such water like the Dead Sea. Wow. Presumed effect on diseases. Balneotherapy may be recommended for a wide range of illnesses, including arthritis, skin conditions, and fibromyalgia. Balneotherapy should be discussed in advance with a physician before beginning treatment, since a number of conditions like heart conditions and pregnancy can result uh, in a serious adverse effect. Boy, if you read that improperly, it sounds like since a number of conditions like heart disease and pregnancy can result. Yes. It's like I had no idea that taking a bath would... Anyway. um, 
Scientific studies into the effectiveness of balneotherapy do not show that balneotherapy is effective for treating rheumatoid arthritis. There's also no evidence indicating a more effective type of bath or to indicate that bathing is more effective than exercise, relaxation therapy, or mud packs. Well, I'm really just laying so into this. it's just a hoax. Most of the studies on balneotherapy have methodological flaws and are not reliable. A 2009 review of all published clinical evidence concluded that existing research is not sufficiently strong to draw firm conclusions about the efficacy of balneotherapy. Wow. Well, they just like they just like laid right into it. They certainly did. This is from Wikipedia, and I'm assuming that that people who know what they're writing about have have uh, have contributed to that. Well, you hope. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, so um, listeners, if anyone comes around and, and offers you a balneotherapy treatment, you might want to think twice twice <laughs> about it. Or if you do decide, make sure you bring in a Geiger counter. Um, yeah, definitely. Make sure you don't have too much radium. All right, that is it for today. The Saturday crossword will be coming out shortly. It's bound to be tough. It's a Saturday. I'm still crying from the last Saturday, so I'm not looking forward to this one, but... Look forward. Right, (laughs) I'm going to look. I'm going to look at at tomorrow's crossword. And we will both do that, and we will be back to talk about that crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.